There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Good afternoon and welcome to the Terrible Towel Cafe, also known as the TTC, where it's everything Steelers with other stuff sprinkled in. I'm your host, Michael Van Clyburn, and welcome back to the cafe for show number two. I appreciate you stopping by. You know, I'm sitting here with my coffee, and I've got a light snack, a little bit of food here. And speaking of food, uh, oh, wait a minute. There's our annoying news sound. James Harrison said in an interview that the New England Patriots served better food on their team plane than on the Steelers' team plane. James said on the Steelers' plane, they had aluminum foil-wrapped stuff. Now, (laughs) I don't know. Now, James, come on, man. We already have the knife in our back from the fact that you're on the Patriots. Now you're in the Super Bowl. And now you're going to diss the Steelers' food. Uh, you know, he James made it sound like, like there's some dried-up used chicken and some stuffing from last year's Thanksgiving uh, all sandwiched in between some balled-up, greasy piece of aluminum foil that the Roonies walked up and go, Here, James, eat your food and ride on the plane and keep quiet. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what? that's the ultimate slap in the face. I just, uh, anyway, we know the Steelers are still number one. Woo! And I hope you enjoyed your flight and the food, James. But I will eat on the Steelers plane any day of the week before I step on a New England... <laughs> I can't have any trouble saying the last, the last name of the team. Before I step on the New England... <laughs> Well, you know who I'm talking about. Anyway, (laughs) in other news, let's move on. Le'Veon Bell has uh, said he's very happy with the progress the Roonies are making with his new contract. They have a date of February 20th to have a new deal done, hopefully. And, you know, we would all love to see Le'Veon back in a Steeler uniform not just next year, but for his entire career. You know, I was looking at Bell's stats this year. You know, 1,291 yards rushing, 655 yards receiving. That is some awesome, awesome yeah, production. Um, I don't know exactly what the contract's going to entail, but it has to be worded some massive super duper type contract if it's taking this long and uh, there's probably a lot of zeros to fill in I would say so let's just pray that that deal gets done you know I'm not a big Pro Bowl fan you know but I understand I generally watch it 
to see the players interact with one another from different teams. Uh, they sign autographs from the fans, but you don't get a lot of hitting, not a lot of competition. And you hear people complaining, well, if you don't like the Pro Bowl, there's one thing you can do, and that is, don't watch it! Woo! And um, that's personal file. Unnecessary complaining against the fans who can do what they want. 15-yard penalty, first down! All right, sorry about that. I was just saying that the Pro Bowl is generally a fun time for the players. Uh, not to be taken that seriously as far as contact and, you know, awesome offensive firepower goes. So, let the players have fun. I did enjoy watching Drew Brees uh, and his children. Uh, his children were beating the crap out of one another on the, on the sideline. I found that extremely entertaining. Uh, big shout out to our Pro Bowl uh, players. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Roosevelt Nix, Cam Hayward, David DiCastro, Alandro Villanueva, Chris Boswell, and Marquise Pouncey. Woo! Great job, guys. Fantastic uh, job this year. Uh, we are so proud of you. In other news, uh, the Steelers have signed Trey Griffey, who is the son of Baseball Hall of Famer Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, Trey Griffey was waived by the Colts back in June. And uh, a little bit of stats here from 2016. Trey Griffey had 23 catches. 382 yards receiving, and that's 2016 at the University of Arizona. He is a six foot three, 192 pound wide receiver. You know, we've been drafting some great receivers uh, lately, and got a feeling he's going to work out. And we will see what happens with Trey Griffey. Now that the season is over, I want to hand out some terrible towel cafe. Awards! Now, I want to start with my Coach of the Year. Now, these are all Steeler Awards, by the way. Just letting you know. <laughs> There's nobody else that's going to be in here. Just Steelers. But, now, the Coach of the Year could be a defensive coach, offensive coach, head coach. My Coach of the Year is Mike Tomlin. <laughs> and, you know, I want to give Mike Tomlin uh, some credit here. You hear a lot about... Uh, uh, yeah, if I hear one more fan say, well, he only won the Super Bowl with Cowers players, Cowers players, he didn't do anything. You know how ridiculous that sounds? You know, let, let's look at it from this perspective. Let's say, for example, uh, you purchased a used car from Joe the Mechanic. Now, Joe the Mechanic has taken care of this car and won several car shows with this car. Because he took care of it, and it was a great car, and still is. So you inherit this car from Joe the Mechanic, and you take care of it yourself, and you go on to win some car shows with this car. And then you hear somebody say, well, the only reason he won the car shows is because Joe the Mechanic had the car last. I mean, come on, and you've been taking care of the parts, getting the oil changed, shining it with armor all the tires and you can't get any credit for winning that car show come on you guys <laughs> Mike Tom
Tomlin is a great coach. Never had a losing season. You know, he has a lot to deal with in this day and age and technology and Twitter and the internet and players have changed and uh, there's a lot to deal with. You know, Chuck Noll, can you imagine Chuck, Chuck, Chuck Noll dealing with the internet? I mean, Chuck had, what they have back then, the, the Pony Express delivered, <laughs> I'm from the 70s, you know. Uh, we didn't have the internet and Twitter and all these things and email and all of this. And I think Mike Tomlin does a fine job. I'm so glad the Roonies are the owners of the Steelers. We've had three coaches. Come on, you guys. Three coaches since the dinosaurs were eradicated. Woo! I mean, that's... <laughs> I love that. I love all three of our coaches. We've had other coaches, but you know the three we're talking about. In particular, I'm speaking of Bill Cower. Well, Chuck Noll first, then Bill Cower, and then Mike Tomlin. But Mike Tomlin does a fine job. I don't think he gets enough credit. I like the way he holds the team together. I like how he's up front with the media. Okay, yes, the Jaguars game. Let's talk about the clock management. I think the clock management, you know, he took some chances there. It was poor uh, clock management. But then again, we all have clock management, bad clock management sometimes. That's why we have snooze buttons. Sometimes my kids come home late from an event, and I'm, I'm sorry, kids, you're late, uh, you're fired, I don't want you to be my kids anymore. But, Dad, I'm sorry, you've got to have to do better than that. I mean, we all make mistakes. <laughs> you know, I'm always on the side of the Steelers. You get mad, but we want to encourage and uplift, and I think the Roonies have a fine coach in Mike Tomlin. I like what Cam Hayward said that uh, you know he's really angry about there's saying people saying there's no discipline. You don't go 13 and 1 people without excuse me 13 and 1. Well, let me retract that. I was, <laughs> I've had too much coffee. You don't go 13 and 3 with a bad coach. All right, you just don't it doesn't happen. So Let's give Mike Tomlin a little bit more credit. Uh, for those of you who... Now, if you're a head coach, you're going to get some criticism. But let's also acknowledge, during the season, he did a lot of great things. The Jaguars game wasn't his best uh, uh, coaching job. There was a lot of mistakes made. But you know what? He took some chances. And sometimes those chances work out, and sometimes they don't. And sometimes another thing is... Sometimes the other team is just better on a given day. Hate to say that, but sometimes it just happens like that. So, anyway, my coach of the year is Mike Tomlin. Mike, keep on going. God bless you. And uh, I think you've done a fabulous job. And I'm always going to encourage our team to do better. Woo! So, now let's move on to the Terrible Towel Cafe Offensive Player of the Year of the Steelers is... Ben Brown or Antonio Roethlisberger. Okay, wait a minute. I couldn't decide, so uh, let me get it straight. It's Ben Roethlisberger. Woo! All right, Benjamin. You know, we gave it to Ben because, you know, we have a great offensive team. Uh, we know about the Killer Bees. I put, put Chris Boswell in there. Chris Boswell is, is an awesome kicker. Uh, we have an awesome offensive line. Uh, we have awesome receivers. But... Without Ben Roethlisberger, this team does not move. He keeps it all together. And I was very proud of Ben, how he played after the Jaguars game. You know, you have reporters saying, are you going to retire? Blah, 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 blah. You're no good anymore. Blah, blah, blah. I knew Ben would come back, you know. Uh, 
and he did a great job holding it together. I thought I love the way Ben throws. He has a throwing style that when I watch him throw the ball, he he's got to be my favorite quarterback. The way he throws, I love the way Ben throws the ball. Love the way he carries himself after a loss. I love the way he doesn't get flustered, and I'm very happy that he's coming back next year and hopefully more years after that. Ooh! And let's check Ben's stats here. Uh, Ben had 4,251 yards passing, 28 touchdown passes, and 14 interceptions. And we all know that five of those interceptions happened in that ill-fated Jaguars game. Yo, man, why you can't keep talking about the Jaguars game, man? It's over with. Okay, I know it's over with. I'm just having a little bit of struggles here. Okay? We'll get past it. <laughs> you know, I keep going back to these guarantees. You ever... What do you think about guarantees? I like when a player says, I guarantee we're going to win this week. Even if they get beat after the game, what do you want a player to say? Yeah, I don't think we're going to win this week. We've been practicing and practicing, but our team's no good. Our coach is no good. I'm scared to go out there. There's no chance. I'm not getting on the plane. Help, help, help. Our team sucks. I mean, you <laughs> you want a player to say, yes, we're going to win. If you have that frame of mind, you got a better chance of winning than you do of not winning. Does that make sense? <laughs> So, I want a player to guarantee victory. And if they don't win, what other attitude do you want them to have? Woo! All right. All right, let's move on. Now, our defensive player of the year is, of course, going to Ryan Shazier. Woo! You know, uh, God bless Ryan. I pray for Ryan every day. Um, horrific injury that we saw that night. And I just want to pray that he continues to heal. And Ryan, if you don't play another down of football ever, just we pray that you get better and that you're healthy enough to live a normal life. You'll always be a Steeler whether you play or not. And we'll love you whether you play or not. And But we could see how our, defensive, our, our defense changed after you got hurt. You were having a, an all-pro season, uh, so fast, so alert, uh, giving it your all all the time. So you are off our defensive player of the year. Ryan Shazier, number 50. Woo! Now, let's move on here. You know, now, my surprise player and one of my favorite players, I'm just going to say my favorite player of the year is Mike Hilton. Woo! Mike Hilton, this guy, just amazing. Uh, very small guy, but he was just all over the place. Uh, I watched him in an interview, well-spoken, uh, seems very humble, just a nice guy, uh, but he was making play after play. There were so many plays, I couldn't even keep track. He was just always in the right place. Um, so, Mike Hilton, I look forward to you being a Steeler for a long time, brother. Keep on playing hard. All right. All right. We're going to take a short break here at the cafe, and when we come back, we will give out some more awards and talk more Steeler stuff. See you in a minute. All right, welcome back to the Terrible Towel Cafe. And once again, I'm your host, Michael Van Clyburn. Ooh, we had a great, 
first half of the show there. We took a short break, and we were handing out awards uh, when we left uh, the last part of the show. And our last two awards, uh, we have a special teams award. And I'd like to give our special team award to none other than Chris Boswell. Woo! Yay, Chris! You know, I love Chris Boswell. He's just a great kicker. He seems like he has ice in his veins. He never gets nervous uh, when he's going to... Well, it doesn't look like it on TV anyway. But um, I told you I have some recurring onside kick nightmares. <laughs> he's my favorite kicker in the NFL. But uh, you remember that year? I think it was a year ago, two years ago. He tried this onside kick where he crossed one leg over the other. And the ball literally went nowhere. <clears throat> then we had the Jaguars game this year where that onside kick hit somebody else and it didn't pan out. Well, sorry, Chris, I'm not. <laughs> I had this nightmare where uh, he actually uh, ends up kicking an onside kick. He converts it. It bounces off another player and he ends up with the ball. So Chris is running for a touchdown. But for some reason, he stops at the five-yard line. And he kicks the ball towards the uprights. It hits like the, I think in my dream, the left upright. The ball bounces back to another player on the other team, and they run it back for a touchdown. Then I wake up screaming like, ah! It's a, <laughs> it's, it's a pretty bizarre dream. But um, <clears throat> anyway, Chris Boswell is our special teams player of the year for the Terrible Towel Cafe. Yay! And our last award is the NFL Team of the Year Award. And, oh gosh, it was so hard to decide. We just couldn't figure out who to give it to. Let's see. It goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Woo! All right. Now, I know we didn't win the Super Bowl. Uh, I know we didn't make it past the Jaguars. However, it was a brilliant season. Um, for all of the uh, so-called drama, I didn't, didn't see it as drama. I think a lot of people build up a lot of things as drama, but inside the locker room, I, I really don't think it's as big a deal to the players as media makes it out to be. Uh, of course, we have to have something to talk about, but I really just think that uh, the everyday trials and tribulations of life is something that every man has to handle, and I think the Steelers did a good job of that. Woo! And I also think we have a fine organization. I love the way the Roonies handle things, uh, and I'm glad that we have most of our players coming back next year. So the NFL Team of the Year is the Pittsburgh Steelers here at the Terrible Towel Cafe. Woo! All right. And, you know, now, take a little break here. Um, we have, wait a minute, I think I hear, wait. When you hear that, that means there's some great news coming your way. There it is. Woo! What kind of news we got here? Now, here at the cafe, I want to offer you uh, a little game that you can play during the offseason. And what you do is you take each letter of the alphabet and starting with A, come up with a Steeler who, a, a, a player who played for the Steelers using that letter. So the first person you would, let's say, for example, you start with the letter A, Walter Abercrombie. Anybody remember him? All right. Woo, Walter. 
And let's see, B. Who would we start with B? Hmm, I can't really think of it. Oh, Terry Bradshaw. Woo! So go through each letter of the alphabet and see if you can come up with a Steeler player. Now, I stopped at the letter X. If anyone comes up with a letter X, please let us know here at the Terrible Towel Cafe. And if you get to Z, I remember Amos Zaraway. I he he was a he was one of my favorite players at that time back in the 90s I think he played. But Amos Zaraway, I can offer you for Z, but X will be difficult. <laughs> okay. You know, when I just mentioned B, we said Bradshaw. I read something in the news just a a, a little little while ago that uh, Bradshaw was critical of uh, of Todd Haley uh, taking his BS over to the Browns. Now here at the Terrible Towel Cafe, BS means what? Bubble screens. Woo! <laughs> Bubble screens. So Todd Haley took his BS over to the Browns, and I heard Terry Bradshaw on the news was being critical of that. Terry Bradshaw seemed to be very critical of uh, Mike Tomlin and the Steelers at times. However, uh, Terry is entitled to his opinion, uh, like anyone else is. However, let's just remember uh, one thing, that we're all Steelers. Terry played for the Steelers for years, won us four Super Bowls, and now he's a member of the media who has a lot to say uh, from his perspective. So, Terry, take it easy on Mike Tomlin. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Also, uh, Randy Fitchner is our new offensive coordinator. I'd like to give a big shout-out to Randy Fitchner. Uh, there's been some talk about how uh, Randy is going to work out with Ben, and you know, apparently he and Ben have a great relationship. This is the things that we hear and read. Uh, I think anytime you have a relationship between player and coach that is uh, a good one, you can expect awesome things. Great production, uh, I think it's going to be an awesome season next year. I don't, and but you know, don't expect uh, Ben to walk and go, Randy. I'm going to call every play on this drive. Oh, go ahead, Ben. Do what you want to, man. We're buddies. You just, you go out there and just call me if you need me. I'll be over here having a hot dog. I mean, it's not going to be like that. Uh, Randy and Ben will collaborate and come up with uh, a lot of offensive uh, plays and schemes and work together to be productive. And to help us win the game. I am looking forward to seeing how they work together. Especially when Ben's happy. Uh, from what we hear, uh, Todd Haley wasn't making Ben Roethlisberger happy. But we also know that Todd has taken his BS over to the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Bubble screens. Okay, I'll, I'll let that go. I keep promising not to say that again. But as usual, I have failed. Take care. There's a time and a place for black and white. Like when you're learning to play piano. Or when you want a big two-toned cookie. Or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white. So go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. 
Hey, I'm Anil Dash, and I'm the host of a new show called Function from the Vox Media Podcast Network and Glitch. This season, we're talking with experts about why our voting machines are so bad and how that might hurt our elections. We'll also talk with an animator to find out how popular dances from the real world end up in video games. And we're going to tackle the biggest question in tech. Why do so many celebrities use screenshots from that Apple Notes app to make their public apologies when they screw up? You can find new episodes of Function every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And thanks to Microsoft Azure for sponsoring Function.